0: I like to create experiences, you know, what I'm saying like anybody, like I said, anybody can just pop up in a shop and sell T-shirts. But you know what? What else are you going to get from it? Um, from visuals to, you know, just even like a memorable moment, you know, what I'm saying of it. And uh, like I said, I mean, the one that got me my Reebok deal was ComplexCon. So I know what ComplexCon, which was extravagant over the top. So that's how we got to do it.
1: Hey, welcome back to Scholarships. My name is Larry Alexander. Uh, If you're a first-time listener, definitely encourage you to go back and listen to some of our other content. Uh, What you're about to hear is actually sort of a departure uh, from our normal uh, conversations. Uh, The idea here is to create a space for sponsors or potential sponsors uh, to come on and tell us a little bit about uh, their brand and and what they're cooking up. And so with that, we're actually just going to jump right in uh, to our conversation with Rashad Nix. Rashad. Tell the people about Chill Sweats.
0: Chill Sweats is actually my first and, uh, yeah, first and only brand, honestly. Um, As a kid, I used to, like, design tennis shoes, like, sit there with a sketchbook, and I'd draw them out, like, back in, like, middle school. So I kind of felt like I might have wanted to do shoes at some point. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm cool with that. Where Chill Sweats ended up coming from, honestly, was in about 2000 and about 2009. I don't know if y'all remember the company, Academics. So Academics was like my favorite brand of all time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, LRG, I liked a lot too. Yeah, LRG was fire. You know what I'm saying? So my mindset kind of came from that. Um, By the time I was old enough to buy like academic jogging suits, like with me working and stuff like that, you know, those suits used to be like 150 back then. You know what I'm saying? So I never really had any of those. But then by the time I was actually old enough to buy them, they were gone. And I was just like, well, damn, I kind of still want to dress how I want to dress. And I think that's where the the brand kind of just came from. And me wanting to develop my own jogging suits again, kind of just the love for, you know, seeing my older brother, um, just people that I thought were cool back in the day, just wearing jogging suits. So I'm like, you know what, I can design my own. And um, yeah, that's when it started. So the idea kind of came back in about 2009. So I was in college at that point, because I graduated high school in 06. So about 2009, I think is where the idea began. Um, First and only name. Like, I never even put too much thought into the name. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I want to do jogging pants, sweatpants, right? So I took the sweatpants, and then I'm like, I can't just call it sweatpants, right? So (laughs) it just kind of (laughs) came. Right. You know what I'm saying? So then it was just like, yo, it would have been crazy. You know what I'm saying? So then I'm like, okay, well, what else is it? You know what I'm saying? Like you have to put your personality into it, right? So then I was just like, well, I be chilling all the time. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not too energetic. You know what I'm saying? Like I just have a very calm, chill personality. So, just put two together like literally put chill and sweats together and that's where it came from
1: you know so what was the what was the inspiration behind the brand
0: I've always had a wonderful backing so I mean y'all know my brother so even then I think how I probably looked up to my older brother my younger brother looked up to me in in, in some sort of ways you know what I'm saying even though we were real competitive with like sports and games and stuff like that but um I just wanted to do something Cool in people's eyes under me or around me, um. So I kind of just learned. We we watched a lot of one mixtapes, and seeing like just seeing how that went, like t-shirts selling them. Um, I don't know if y'all are familiar with it, but they would show a lot of that stuff. Like they would show them getting boxes of clothes, blank shirts, and all of a sudden they getting pressed up and stuff like that. So I think that intrigued me and um just did a little bit of research you know what i'm saying just went online and was just like how to start a brand i don't think youtube was big back then but you know you could ask Jeeves, you know what i'm saying like google and stuff like that about you know where to start and um in college i took a graphic design class which uh i was able to learn how to use like photoshop so once i learned how to use photoshop i think it w- it became a lot easier for me to start just like designing my own stuff So that's, I would say that's kind of where it started from. It's college, learning how to do Photoshop. And then I was like, okay, well, I got the tools to, you know, do it. Now it's just, just trying to figure out who can put it on the shirt for me.
1: No, no, that's, that makes, that makes total sense. So like, when did you know you had something? Like, when did you know this was, this was the one?
0: Yeah. When I started consuming my closet, I realized a lot of my earlier pieces, um, I was hyped like when I started designing, like when I figured out that I could design, when I found, I used to go to, man, my guy, man, rest in peace, Mike, he was an older, older guy over in Bayview, um, charged me a little bit of nothing to print my stuff up. And once I was able to take my check from the clothing store and go get my own clothes made and all of a sudden my closet area is, you know, all chill sweats now versus it being like other brands and stuff like that and You know, just being out and about, and people is just like, "Yo, who? Yo, where you get that hoodie from?" You know what I'm saying? Because originally I wasn't gonna make it for like sale. It was just honestly just gonna be for me. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just what I enjoy wearing. But then, you know, when you come up with some cool color schemes and things like that, people tend to ask you like, "You are where? 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 What is that? Where you get that from? You know, who makes that?" Um, and that's kind of what pushed me forward in doing that. Walk us through the day in life of, of trying to build a brand. Uh, branding is tough. <laughs> it's it's a it's a nonstop process. Uh, it's forever growing. Like I personally wasn't the best at branding. I think from an ideal standpoint, like posting on social media twenty times a day, or um, you know, throwing parties and stuff like that. Where you know I was attaching my name and stuff. I wasn't doing any of that. Um, my early branding years was just more kind of word of mouth but I think what I ended up doing and really didn't even notice it until, you know, just recent years is I I did place it everywhere. We shot a movie and my hoodies were in my movie, which was on channel 10, which was also on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Um, I did a couple hosting appearances for different TV shows in a program that I was in. Wore chill sweats, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So again, that's, just kind of putting it out there and I, I think at the time i wasn't really noticing it as much that that's what was happening but um just seeing like how the old street teams used to work you know what I'm saying hand-to-hand like i was i was more intrigued by that and then when i uh just got a little wiser um started to try and use certain tools that were out there for it right like to me facebook was like the mall you know what i mean like it it was like the mall realistically like i mean people started relationships and all that on facebook so i kind of strayed away from it at first until i noticed like oh no this can circulate over here so i started with a tumblr page um i did have a myspace page i i don't think i did nothing over there i had a pax page at one time and then i think i really started learning branding once i developed my own website Which was about, I think, 2014. So that's when it kind of just took off. And then I just started noticing, like, oh, okay, I know how to use these social media tools, how they're supposed to be used versus some of the, you know, some of the BS that go on, some of the negative stuff that go on there.
1: I guess I'm wondering, what do you think separates Chill Sweats from all of your other competitors?
0: Uh, Consistency, kind of having a a clear mind and just focus on exactly what I wanted to do. fashion changes every day um you know branding changes every day people come out with like you said different clothing lines every single day but print on a t-shirt to me isn't just you know that doesn't define you as a clothing brand you know you can put a statement on a shirt and you know popularity to get it sold. but now what you know what i'm saying so i think i've always kind of just had that mentality and kind of just stuck to my guns when it came to that like it's I see people come and go, right? Like, again, academics was one. They had an amazing however many years that they had, but then they just disappeared. And I'm like, well, how the hell do you do that? You know what I'm saying? So I always told myself that I would just be consistent. You know what I'm saying? Whether that be putting items out every month or, you know, taking your time and doing certain pop-up shops or, um, I mean, now you can get in a podcast and you can, you know, push it around where other people wear it for you versus you always have it on. Um, reaching out and using social media influencers, you know, is always a way too. So, you know, I think where my definition of just being a clothing brand was actually just being consistent. I, I've I've seen. I mean, I I help people now because I do printing for other brands and stuff too, and I mean they'll they'll burn themselves out. They'll come get fifty shirts. And never come back you know what i'm saying like no i'm i'm getting 50 made and then i'm coming back in a week or two and i'm getting another maybe 25 and now i'm switching the color to do this you know what i'm saying so you just got to be consistent is what i learned kind of just over the time
1: my understanding is that you kind of went full-time uh into entrepreneurship and doubled down on on chill sweats what exactly led you to that and, and how did you get comfortable doing that
0: what ended up happening with me honestly is the guy i was telling you about um over in Bayview he ended up passing away he was an older guy he ended up passing away and the company that took over tried to almost charge me three times the amount uh to get my stuff done you know what I'm saying they were a company from uh from Madison that had moved up here and they kind of just took over the franchise or whatever and from that moment is when I kind of just put my school into work right like you're not gonna make no money if you charging this because people aren't going to buy it at $100. You know what I'm saying? Like back then, like people aren't going to buy a hoodie for $80, $90. Like to me, that was just unheard of. So um, like I said, I took business courses. So I always wanted to balance it out. Like I want everybody to be wherever my product, not just one specific type of person. You don't have to be the richest person in the world to come shop with me. I wanted it because like I said, academics used to be $150, $200 jogging suits. I want to make it reasonable so if it's cool enough, people in high school can wear it, people in middle school can wear it, your parents can wear it without feeling like you got cheated by something. You know what I'm saying? So from there, I ended up uh, investing into my own equipment. Um, by that time, I you know, did a lot of research, YouTube, uh, even talked to certain people. You know what I'm saying? I didn't do like any interns or nothing like that. But um, I ended up just kind of learning how to do it by just YouTube and found the equipment that I needed and was just like. Okay, well, this cuts my costs in half. You know what I'm saying? And then you start finding wholesalers and stuff like that where, okay, if I buy, you know, maybe not 10 sweaters at a time, but maybe if I buy 80 or 50 at a time, I can get a discount where, okay, I'm already getting a discount on the hoodies. Now that I'm making my own product, I know how much the material costs me. So now you start to develop, okay, I see why companies use smaller logos now and don't print something this big on a t-shirt with 50 60 different colors because you have to charge people 200 for the shirt you know what i'm saying so you i, I started to my education started to kick in you know what i'm saying my, my matc education started to kick in with the business class and i was just like okay i could i could keep it affordable and i know what i need to profit from it you know what i'm saying and i think once i kind of just got that mentality it was able it was easy to be consistent when it came to like putting out different products and stuff So where do you want to where do you want to take this?
1: You know, where do you what's the vision for Chill Sweats? Where do you where do you see this going? Um, And how do you get there?
0: My dream, especially now that I'm older, like I look forward to just be the cool brand. Like I want to be Fruit of a Loom. Like I want to be Hangs. You know what I'm saying? Like I want you to be able to come to Chill Sweats for everything. So in 2020, during COVID, um, I I officially went 100 percent entrepreneurship. Um, where I know for me selling hoodies, I, right? I was realistic. I know what I sell and I know what I don't sell. I know selling hoodies doesn't pay my bills only at the time. And uh, I ended up opening the wholesale and uh, printing services as well. So I was already printing for a few other brands. Um, but then I just kind of just upscaled it a little bit. I took some money, invested into some really upscale equipment um figured out my profit margin from there and i kind of just took it from there so uh by branching off into i'm still in chill sweats right so it's still called chill sweats but now i also sell blank garments so you could come to me if you need 50 sweaters blank sweaters you can print on them you can do whatever you want but the tag is gonna say chill sweats so that's like my dream now is to make sure that um i just i just want to grow it as big as it can possibly be honestly and it, and it means like you can just come to me for anything. You come to me for blanks. You can come to me for fashion. You come to me for just things that you need for like loungewear. Um, in the meantime, I also do uh, like marketing and advertisements for other groups as well. So I do low creation. I help people build their websites. Um, you know, I provide <laughs> I was providing like laundry services for like organizations when it came to like doing a uniform. So not only am I selling a uniform, I'm also coming to pick it up taking care of it if I got to replace a button or something like that cool package it back up here's your uniforms for the month you know what I'm saying so I ended up just kind of just branching into something that just made more sense in the retail fashion you know what I'm saying so I just try and I don't know like I said I I, you you kind of learn as you go you know what I'm saying you see what can really make money and at this point like what you can sell as many hoodies as you want but I I mean, my lifestyle kind of tends to need a little bit more than selling 20 hoodies a month. You know what I'm saying? So it ends up developing to something that I I personally never imagined. I just kind of stepped into it once I left.
1: You know, one thing that I saw on Instagram is when you had uh, the uh, partnership with
0: Reebok. So just tell us about that partnership and, and sort of how it all came together. Uh, we did ComplexCon again. Like, I just love clothes, fashion, shoes and stuff like that. And I mean, with them being so local, I was just like, yeah, I'm pulling up. And I took, I think, 10 shirts with me. It was my first time ever doing T-shirts because I always do hoodies and sweats, right? So I did T-shirts because it was like middle of the summer, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, all right, I ain't going to leave until I get rid of these shirts, you know what I'm saying? So my idea was just to bump in celebrities and just give them to them. Trinidad James, uh, Jola Puma, um, Waino from Everyday Struggle. Um, who else? Uh, Allen Well, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to get Iverson a shirt, but that's. I mean, that was my idol growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I was able to shake his hand. Uh, like literally as soon as we walked in the building, the first thing that I wanted to do was go to the Reebok booth. Out of everything in there, I mean, we got Babe New Balance. Like everybody was in there, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm I'm here for the Iversons. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And as I was over at the Iverson table, um, this is before he came out and did the interviews and stuff. I noticed a camera, somebody on a camera. I know what that means. You just have to do something to be seen. Now, I'm not going to, like, show my ass and all like that, but I think I did just a simple thumbs up in the camera and a wink or something like that. And a couple days later, I think uh, Bridge sent it to me. He was just like, bro. I'm like, what up? He was like, dog, you on a Reebok commercial, bro. I'm like, are you serious? He sent it to me. And it was the recap of, you know, Reebok, Iversons and stuff like that. So it showed, I was literally the last person that they showed on the commercial buying a pair of Reeboks with them in my hand. You know what I'm saying? So from there, I was just like, yo, this is kind of big. You know what I'm saying? Like it was probably the most um, traction that I ever had on social media. You know what I'm saying? People sharing, I think, I mean, at this point, probably, man, maybe like 100 people had just shared it. You know what I'm saying? Just from seeing it, I'm like yo this is crazy i know it's not nothing on a bigger scale of things but i'm like no this is big for me so i just kept reaching out you know what i'm saying i kept sending it to reebok <laughs> you know literally just kept sending it a commercial um all the way up until a point where somebody from their i think social media marketing group ended up dming me back it's like hey do you have an email i'm like yeah i got an email he was like yo just send me an email you know what i'm saying like i'm like i gotta check this stuff and we get millions of recognitions yeah. you know what I'm saying um and I ended up emailing him and cool guy you know what I'm saying and he was just like yeah man so what's up like why you keep doing this you know what I'm saying I was just like well I got a clothing brand you know what I'm saying and I was just trying to and from there it just started where me and him just kind of developed our own relationship you know what I'm saying where I was just like well I don't know what I want out of it I mean you're not offering anything, but yo, can I just send you some clothes? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you ain't a celebrity or nothing like that, but you live in Boston, I live in Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? So at the time I'm just thinking like, well, I'll just send it to Boston. It's another check on the map that I can put like, oh, I got clothes in Boston now too. And you know, I, I will send them like boxes and stuff all the time. You know what I'm saying? Any new product, I just ship it. All the way to, um, man, maybe, maybe like a month later, he wanted to schedule a call with me and me and him talked on the phone and again like we had kind of had like this emailing relationship or whatever but then the call was hey i'm a part of this program we're going to start this new group that's going to have this available you don't have the social media attraction at all to get over here but i'm in the room i like you so i'm gonna try and just slide you in the mix you know what i'm saying um and that was all I could add. I mean, I couldn't. I wouldn't even ask for that. Honestly, it was just like you know, whatever. And that went all the way up until the point where I was selected to be a part of this group, where we pretty much just had like an influencer contract. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I don't. I mean, I wouldn't say the numbers started spiking or whatever. But you know, I have a nice little following here in Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? And people was rocking with it. And that went from, you know, we want to make you an influencer deal for three months. I was just like, word, so what I got to do? And it was just like, just post it. Just post like you normally do. You use this hashtag. Any um photo shoots and things like that, just rock Reebok. It's going to get seen by them. Trust me. You know what I'm saying? And that went on for, man, almost like a year. Man, a year and a couple months. So it went from three months to a year and a couple months, literally just by branding, just social media. You know what I'm saying? Just to know, like, wow, like Reebok knows me you know what i'm saying like they actually follow me i can actually get on the phone with somebody in the building we're taking conference call and zooms calls together and it's me and this influencer and this influencer i'm just like yo this is this is nuts and i mean i wouldn't say that i felt like i made it but in in, in a in a small scheme of things i, I did you know what i'm saying it, it felt real good to have that um and just be able to, like i said just being able to know that my product was seeing on a much bigger scale.
1: So what are your thoughts, I guess, on if if I told you that Tony and I are, are playing with the idea of, you know, dropping some merch or expanding the brand even
0: further? You know, what's your reaction to that? And how would you actually go about doing it? You guys have the foundation for it already. It's like an umbrella company. So yes, merch will come easily. But then, you know, I, I'll, I'll give you a, a secret of what we're doing. Um, so again, I my mind always works business-wise right so we recently started a podcast a few weeks ago we're already trying to develop our own set of headphones you know what i'm saying so you 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 figure out what's tied to what's needed for it right so again it's not just a t-shirt you know what i'm saying that you're just selling but scholarships is actually or scholarships i'm sorry is is a brand within itself you know what i'm saying like i would buy a shirt with it on it but i would also Look for a microphone at some point because you guys started doing a podcast, or I would subscribe to the YouTube channel, or you know it goes from an audio experience to now I can visually see the camera setup in the room. You know what I'm saying? So branding is just staying true to what the brand is, but just try and figure out how to branch off and do more with it. So I mean, y'all put out a hoodie tomorrow, y'all gonna sell it. You know what I'm saying? Because from from a simple standpoint, y'all have already had, what, about, like, 13, 14 shows. So I'm going to be honest. For one, even when I started my clothing brand, Larry, you brought my first hoodie. Not the actual first one, but you bought the first style of hoodie that I made. You know what I'm saying? I came down to 22nd and dropped it off first. All of y'all bought it first. You know what I'm saying? So that's where it's going to start. So y'all have 15 people on the show already. Y'all already got 15 hoodies sold. You know what I'm saying? And again, people buy in pairs. So not only am I going to buy one, but I'm going to buy her one. And then I might buy my son one. You know what I'm saying? Y'all display an important message. So now I'm going to buy my household one. So yeah, the 15 people turn into 50 people right away as soon as you put something out just based off of the name by itself. So y'all already did the the hard part of the branding already in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I would kind of just look at it.
1: I can tell you draw inspiration
0: from a lot of different people. Who would you say your biggest inspiration is? Jay-Z is is a huge influence of mine. Um, From a business standpoint, I mean, not only did I think that Jay was, like, one of the coolest people in the world, but I kind of followed that. Like, with Dame Dash and Jay, like, they were unstoppable at that time. You know what I'm saying? Like, Rockefeller, you couldn't do anything with i mean hence the reason why i have you know what i'm saying a custom charm of chill sweats with kind of like a rockefeller type of logo you know what i'm saying so that was my biggest experience or my biggest um influence of all of that is just seeing how they took something invested their own money into it and just grew it into something huge you know what i'm saying um the movies going on tours, selling t-shirts. uh, Another big influence, honestly, was the And One mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? Like And One mixtapes, I don't know for those who didn't know, like you had to buy an And One product to get the tape. When you went in the Footage. you couldn't just go in and buy the tape. It was, it literally wasn't for sale. It was just a promotional item only. Just like the music mixtapes was like when it comes to Nipsey Hustle and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't physically sell this because it's a mixtape. You know what I'm saying? But if you come buy something else, I'll give you this. You know what I'm saying? So I just try and pair everything together like that. Um, when I do the Chill Sweats mixtape tour or the pop-up tour, you pull up somewhere, you go to a court and you hoop, right? You find a shop, you pull up, you talk to the owner. Hey, can I just set up over here in this corner real quick? I, I promise you I'll be gone in six hours. You know what I'm saying? And you set up and that and and that's you know that was a way that I kind of just did things and you know you 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 be more personable you you have certain items where you know you may give away again it's an investment like don't look at it as a loss but you have to invest certain things so you know um with the last pop up I did for black ink I just blacked out everything you know what I'm saying I kept it on brand with what was needed and you know we just did everything in black you know what I'm saying and on top of that we did bandanas you beat me one-on-one because I got a basketball, I got a custom basketball court, like the Chuck E. Cheese hoops. You beat me one-on-one, you get a free product. But I'm not losing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's it's content for people to record. Is something where people will remember, like, oh, I remember them. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, he had the basketball court. Or um, we did, like, the bandana. So, you know, that we did um, actually tattoos. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, I was at a tattoo shop. So I don't think that I take branding seriously because I know that's the importance of it. Like I said, anybody can sell a T-shirt with a name on it, but it's what you represent when you actually move that product. And that's what keeps you relevant is if people see something different that they haven't seen before. So, you know,
1: Tone and I were talking uh, and he mentioned that, you know, he can tell you're very intentional about your drops.
0: There's always a story behind it. Um, I mean, is that the case? Is, Is it intentional? that's kind of just something that I love to do. I love putting a story behind anything. Like my favorite type of movies are like the Marvel comic movies. You know what I'm saying? Even though Batman is my guy, but, you know, connecting all of it. Like I was a, I was a comic book nerd as a kid and stuff like that. And, you know, Star Wars, like seeing six, seven different movies, even to this day, like the originals came out in the seventies and we're still putting them out now. And it's still based around the same story. So, you know, even with a lot of that stuff is just like, Just make it organic, you know what I'm saying? Like, and what I'm doing is inviting people into my personality without them even knowing. So when I put out products, um, like the Gotham thing, you would assume like, oh yeah, clearly he likes Batman, right? You know what I'm saying? But no, like I have a love for Batman that started when I was five. So introducing that now is a part of the brand, uh, the House of Comfort, like with me having my own house now, you know what I'm saying? And just wanting people to be comfortable around me, you know what I'm saying? So you hint on that a bunch of things where now, okay, you have this luxury type of brand because I want my house to be like an upscale house, you know what I'm saying? Even though I'm in a hood, but you know what I'm saying? Like I want for it to be like a, like, damn, I ain't think it looked like this in here when I got in here, you know what I'm saying? And that's where the house of comfort comes from. Um, So I, I would just say like, I I try and always be organic when it comes to me putting out any product, you know what I'm saying? So you're getting a piece of me and like, just the legacy of it. I want to be able to leave my children something and, you know, God forbid something happened, you know, if I have a kid and I'm not around, you can grab certain things and be like, damn, my daddy was, he was into this, you know what I'm saying? Or man, this hoodie was this and damn, I'm. I'm able to make money from, you know what I'm saying? Like I want to pass it on to them. Like, so yeah, I'm, I'm always very intentional with how I put stuff up.
1: You know, I think, you know, everything you're saying is spot on. Um, one thing that I'm wondering is, you know, what have you learned
0: along the way uh, about being a full-time entrepreneur? Knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Which my name stands for wise man. So by just knowing and understanding myself, Again, it it doesn't matter what people think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what I did and I know what it means to me. So, if you're fond of that, or if you're, you know, have this mentality where, no, I'm rocking with people that just stand behind their own thing, then chill sweats is where you're going to be at. So, I just stick to that. All right. This is one that me and Tone
1: talk about Uh, quite often. It's like, you know, you're launching a business or a brand or even a podcast like us, and maybe some of your friends don't listen or don't post it or don't support it. Uh, is that real? Like, what do you, what do you think about that? What do you think about uh, the idea of supporting someone just because of your friend versus supporting something uh, because you actually like the product? Like, What are your, what are your
0: thoughts on that whole concept? Um, Nah, man, you post what you like, you know what I'm saying? You get, you get freedom, you get freedom of speech. So if if you don't rock with it, you don't rock with it. Like again, my my closest person is 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 D, and he don't got every piece that I make. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he'll he'll post what he like. I mean, same as you. Like you you get what you rock. So nah, man, you you, you don't have to post just because it's your friend. I personally could care less if my friends posted or not, simply because it allows people to see all that you have going if you only have your friends posting it then you have this false sense of reality that no i'm popping yeah amongst the 80 y'all you know what i'm saying but nobody else really cares about it so to for when you could get a retweet or repost or support from people and you don't even know and you don't consider it support that's when you know you're doing something right but if you buy something saying hey support this hey man yeah i'm gonna I'm I'm support you man i'm gonna buy a sweater no nah, i want you to buy because you like it you know what i'm saying like i want you to buy because you're actually it's something that you would buy if you walked in the store and seen it on the shelf like nah i get that you know what i'm saying so i i think it's real for people that don't repost their stuff i i i had childhood friends that ain't bought a liquor chill sweatshirt it ain't no love loss. but for me i use it as fuel to say nah you know I, you'll you'll see something trust me my guy I used to work with that tj maxx me and him been super cool forever you know what i'm saying and he mentioned that to me once before was just like yeah man i'm a support i said no nah, you don't support no like buy because you want it he was just like yeah man i've been meaning to get to it i'm like look For me, that's fuel because it just means that I haven't made what caught your eye yet. That's it. Just give me some time. I'm going to figure it out. Trust me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to make something that's going to grab your attention for real.
1: Rashad Nix is the founder and CEO of Chill Sweats, a Midwest-based clothing brand that is redesigning comfort. You can learn more about Chill Sweats and Rashad at www.chillsweats.com. This has been a Scholarships commercial break. Peace.